0: How do you feel about gatekeeping our culture? I feel like, like you said, they are on a wait list. Everybody can't come in. I feel like it's very important for us to gatekeep because what we have going on is, like, people portraying to be racially ambiguous, but they're mm-hmm. really just white, infiltrating our structures because we're just so, I just feel like Black people are just so kind. Like, we're not this barbaric group, this savage group that people portray us as. Too to
1: kind be. sometimes.
0: Yeah, to to our own demise. So, how do you
2: feel right. about gatekeeping our culture? Yeah, I mean, I think that's important because there's just some things you got to keep sacred. And again, like the other races do it too. Like you're not always allowed to always practice their culture. You know, there's some things they won't even talk to you about or teach you yeah. because mm-hmm. that's that's their thing. Like, now that's for us. We don't want them knowing that. And when you step <laughs> you into know them saying? communities,
1: you know, you know what communities
2: you're stepping into. Facts, yeah, like like
0: too, my. Like,
2: going here? Yeah. Yeah, like like you can't go in there and disrespect their culture. They're gonna deal with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we kind of let everybody practice our culture, right? Yeah. And not only that, but we'll let them practice our culture and let them let them say they created it or invented it or they're the best at it. You know like I'm seeing this with hip hop, right? And a lot of people got on um Lord Jamar about this, but he was like, Yo, Eminem can never be the best rapper of all time. <laughs> yeah, he, he is a guest yeah. in hip hop. He's a guest in hip hop because he didn't create it. Right. You know what I'm saying? No matter how much you think about his music, whatever his, if you just want to take the skill of him as an artist, right? You can look at that, but he's still a guest in hip hop because yeah, he has, he's. He, this is not technically his space, and his people ain't created. Yeah, that's right. That's All right. I right. that was just going,
0: like, oh, um,
2: go no, go ahead. Yeah, I'll, go ahead. We've been talking. Yeah.
0: Like even with hip hop, there's like this surge of Caucasian media outlets that interview our hip hop greats how
1: do you feel about that I was going like specifically for that with media outlets and when it comes to hip hop we sell ourselves so much like it isn't it get, it's getting nasty to the to the point where we're basically fighting for crumbs and we see it with streaming platforms and stuff like that where people don't even know how much a stream is people could be getting millions of streams and only getting paid of what the actual, you know, amount that was made off of a song or something like that. So when it comes to these media outlets, it's the same way. We know certain people on YouTube, I'm not gonna name nobody because, excuse me, fuck them because how they set them up and they set a lot of our artists up because they know the area we come from, and it's very, you know, it makes money for those people that actually don't live in those situations. They like to see struggle. That's why we always see a slave movie every other year, or, you know, Alex. that gets hella money funded into it. But we see movies like *Birth of a Nation* where it's talk about Nat Turner, where people are literally taking the maid, the lead actor, killing his name and killing the whole movie. But that's what that's what sells. That's that's like. If I, if I was outside the culture and I'm I'm seeing people they're making billions millions of dollars off of black people why would I not put my foot in there to make money and we talked about this me and Kenyatta talked about this on our hit on our hip hop um episode yep. how the heads of these uh, labels are white men are Jewish white men a lot of the times and you know what sells what's getting pushed as a number one single what's getting pushed as Um, the the hottest thing out right now is is gonna be us some way uh, disrespecting each other, um, disrespecting ourselves, taking drugs until we die, um, selling drugs until somebody else dies, shoot somebody until they die. hopefully hit their mama and they, they grandma and hit their little niece until they die i can't shoot because i never been to a gun range and i don't know gun control so i'm gonna just shoot anywhere and they're gonna die how many things we've seen with people just shooting in the air on new year's eve and the bullets come down going
0: like this
1: yeah so it, yeah. It, it's like it's, <laughs> it's like that's
0: for a gun handling right
1: there right? yeah and we see things you know it's it sells like sadly that's what sells that's what people want to see, you know, it's our culture. So of course, we're going to consume it because one, we can relate. And so we have that better connection. But when we see the one of, you know, the larger consumers of hip hop is white America. They like to see that stuff. They like to see us killing each other. And that's, it's always been like that. So of course, you know, we're going to get new white media outlets popping up, but I do like seeing the new black media outlets popping up um, and, and kind of shine a light on one black excellence. And then two, positive like people who are actually making impacts on the community. And sometimes it's the rappers that's rapping about the grimiest shit, you know, whatever's in the street. And you know, they doing positive stuff. Uh big change like 21 Savage. You know, he rap about the worst of the worst, but he doing stuff for the community, teaching financial literacy and stuff like that on the right. side. So yeah. Even
0: with um 21, so he did that <clears throat> mixtape with Metro.
1: Yeah.
0: And so I did like I don't know. I found this article like in the pits, in the pit. And Mm -hmm. he was talking about how certain songs, not all of them obviously, but certain songs are speaking to your heart chakra.
1: Yeah.
0: So some of it is high vibrational.
1: Vibrations.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he was learning about, you know, with 432 hertz and how him and Metro were like, you know, trying to mix and master and still give it that sound, that normal 21 sound. But adding those implements, and I had spoke on that, and people were like, I don't understand. This. It's like, it, it doesn't make for you to understand. People yeah. are changing. people are growing and learning, and they're trying to unlearn, to relearn new things
2: for, yeah. to better the community. It's a yeah, good thing facts. to learn. E- Even with, like, the frequencies, like, this could be, like, a whole other topic, but <laughs> a lot of that, is, and I think you mentioned it in one episode, too, and we said the same yeah. thing. But um, a lot of that can be used as like a weapon. You know what I'm saying? Like they 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 weaponize like sounds, right? E- even hip hop itself. Hip hop yeah. is a hip hop is a weapon, to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's how we're gonna use it, right? Like 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 a gun, right? You you can do bad things with it, or you can you can protect your family with it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So yeah. yeah, it's like how what are we gonna do with hip hop? Because we know hip hop has that power, and hip hop is a weapon. So. Are we gonna let them use it as a weapon against us?
1: Or are we gonna use it as a weapon, right, to uplift our people? You feel me?
0: Right.
1: Yeah, folks is talking about it more, man. I'm, I'm seeing music, mm-hmm. you know, that talks about it and trying to. Hey, I'm I'm noticing more as I get older. You know, probably when I was younger, in the music I was listening to, I didn't catch it, but I'm um, I'm seeing rappers and hip hop artists, you know, giving out those little hints, like yo, there's yeah. something, there's something bigger. Like y'all have to understand that. And more of them are coming out and talking about it, like yo something weird is going on behind the scenes like we we talked about it but since i'm young just like you i'm 23 i'm letting you know it's something weird going on these people aren't here for us they not they trying to take take me away they trying to take my soul you know we come out with little folks come out with little conspiracies oh they sold their soul to this and yo y'all relax because a lot of the music that they making that you hearing on the radio is speaking to your soul like it's, it's, it's trying to infiltrate the same way. If you don't think frequencies, and I'm not trying to get you know, super technical or in, super in-depth or weird or nothing like that, whatever you want to call it, but that music is speaking to you. And just like your words of affirmation that you may say every day, just like the, the astrology that you might believe in is how it affects your day, the music is doing the same thing. Music is one of the most powerful things in, in this universe. Not just not just to hip hop or anywhere else. It's 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 powerful. So be careful, man. It's it's always been
2: a part of our culture too. You know what I'm saying? Like we've always been big onto it. And this can be a whole another topic, but I mean the, the Haitians use this and stuff, right? And, and one of the reasons why they would take our culture away and our music is because like we were going to war. Like there was certain like we do certain patterns that we could signal like yo the enemy coming. Or you know what I mean, like We're that singing was like, in the,
1: singing in the, in the fields, man. Hey, you right, you know what me? I
2: mean, like we we use that and like it was so much part of our culture that we understood it. You know what I'm saying, and he, we even fought people that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So that's another reason why they kind of just took that stuff away from us, right? And, mm-hmm.
0: and made us made us lost to it. That's why I don't agree with people outside of our culture like using emojis, like yeah. because I mm-hmm. feel like. That's my way of safety. Like, if I go to work and it's a new black person that comes in, I can talk to them in a certain way that you just can't.
1: All I gotta say <laughs> is what's going on, yeah, and I know if I say what's going on, and they, they hit me with the, I'm chilling or I was yeah, good, I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay like, cool, yeah. I'm, I'm tapped in now.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: like, I would never go to my white boss and be like, hey, what's good? Or
1: yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or something right. like that, but if, it, if, it, if I, I, got, if I like, know,
0: different <laughs> meanings yeah. for us, you know what I mean? Right. Just the tone of it. So like I've been seeing like on Twitter when they like say like our saying like why are you telling people what we mean? Like, oh, when they say you good, it can mean this, it's like now yeah. you, you put me in danger because now I got Sally over here talking about some and they still saying this. This is so old. Bye, Felicia. And it's like now them fighting yeah. like her. Now I no. <laughs> like you with Sally because she wanna use Ivana's, And it's like, yeah. no, that's not for you.
2: And, I, and, I, and, and, and if you, and you if you put a picture of Friday and you told them point out Felicia, they don't know who Felicia they is. They don't
0: know. <laughs> you like, something as small as I don't know if y'all got this. I don't know if white men say bro or bruh. But Man. it bothers me when white women be like, sis, yes yeah,
1: sis. We are
2: not sisters. Yeah. But they be trying to talk with their hands. Hey, you know who else is the biggest appropriator is a black woman, gay white men. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's <facts. laughs> they, they, they be doing that too. No, that's facts.
0: Or, like, yeah. even like gay black men, they like to put us in a negative light for comedy, like
1: wearing wigs. Yeah, black men like to do that too. A lot of black men came up off, off you know, yeah. depicting black women in a negative light. And I know right. I seen a Twitter right. video of folks pointing them out too. It was funny, but, you know, you look back on it, it, it ain't it? Because a lot of them got their rise to fame off that. Mm-hmm. A lot of them.
0: And then when they get called out, they're like, no, like they get so butthurt, but it's like, when are you just going to take accountability? Like, I feel like that's my thing. People want to argue themselves down. And it's just like, no, just listen to the people.
1: Yeah. I like I like that you had mentioned like, it's like our safe space, like how we talk and oh, stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't think we mentioned it, but like a lot of times we wear a veil. We wear that, we wear that mask that Fer- Frederick Douglass mentioned. We, we wear that, that veil that, to kind of protect us and kind of blend us in with the other folks. And, you know, our, how we talk, you know, is kind of lifting that up to kind of get that signal. And so I definitely agree, you know, it, this is something to keep us safe because I know if I, if I could talk a certain way, I'm not gonna be judged. I'm not gonna be looked at a certain way. You know, a, a ladder's not gonna be snatched from me, you know, my dream not gonna be snatched from me. I had to catch myself a couple of times um in in a professional setting, you know, like, hey, what what y'all talking about over there? And I'm like. I'm, t- I'm my supervisor in her office, but I'm talking to two <laughs> other black people that work within the office and you know they understand but I had to catch myself like whoa hold on Sam because you get you too loud with how you talking even though they understand and they clicking with you, your supervisor is right there so let, let's right. calm down a little bit. And that's kind of that bail, not saying I'm scared but it, it's just the perception, you know, a lot of times perception can be a killer. Uh, yeah. always for our community you know we either perceive as thugs you know no good low dirty down ghetto thugs whatever you know whatever you know they come up with these days I don't really give a fuck but um, whatever they come up with these days you know can sometimes stop a, stop a blessing that you might have um, so I do agree you know it, it's some of our safe spaces but I did want to ask y'all how y'all feel about the the, the n-word um, and, and other communities using it and actually them arguing that if we use it. They should be able to use it. It's man. it's actually comical. <laughs> it's funny at this point.
2: Man, this is just like, I don't know, man. They they think they're so entitled to anything, right? And that includes other people's cultures. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I mean, especially when it comes to the N-word, like, my views are definitely changed, right? Like, you know, getting into, like, you know, teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Um, I try not to use it, like, at all. Like, I'm I'm getting better with it. But we've been conditioned a lot of times, too. Like, you know, we hear it in music. Or it's just, like, we just hear it all the time, like, growing yeah. up, you know, we think it's, like, cool. But, and a lot of people, like, you know, when I talk to a lot of black people about this, they'll even bring up, like, there's nothing wrong with it. But I, I'll explain to them. So if, if you're going to talk to somebody, you might say, hey, what's good, my nigga? You feel me? Like, just conversation. But when you get mad at that person, you be like, you know, I'm going a, I'm, to I'm a kill that nigga, right? Or I'm going <laughs> to, you feel me? So how can it be a good term if, like, the same way you're going to, like, Use it as a term of endearment. If you're mad at that person, you're going to use the same word. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So then it's like, is this word even positive in the first place? Like, you know, what's it, it, it even sounds different? Like, if I say, yo, like, like, peace, King, or somebody, what's good, King? Peace, God. You know, it, it, huh?
1: Oh. It
0: makes you like sit up, like you have more
1: confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely when you, when you address folks, how you feel about it, Ashley? Facts.
0: So well with the N word, I feel like I don't know if you guys know this, but like how the N word basically represents the dead man. So like we just like the Walking Dead. So mm-hmm. basically we just calling each other Walking Dead. Like hey what's walk Walking Dead? Like basically because yeah. it's like you're just a body but you don't know nothing. Like
1: stupid. Mm-hmm.
0: So we've been brainwashed into believing that we don't know enough. Um, but that's as far as it goes, right? But, like, as far as, like, someone saying, hey, what's up to me and using it, I personally won't be that offended, because I just know it's just so ingrained in us. But as far as other communities using it, I have a huge problem with that.
1: Yeah, like, that's facts.
2: actually
0: unacceptable because it's, like, you know the history of it. You cannot tell me you don't know the history of it. We aren't that far removed from being spit on and being called that. Like, my grandma can literally, if we had someone draw a picture of the white man that did that to her, she could give you the description. Like, she's still alive. So it's not like it's so long ago. I don't think you should be using it. And then to argue as to why you should use it, like you it, said, it's It's, it's in the music,
1: though. If, it, if it's in the music, we should be able to say it. <laughs>
0: But even like as a child, like there was cuss words in songs. I made sure I did not repeat it. I believe we don't
2: get my eyes off if I repeated it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> like what you to say, even if it's a right. part of the song, it's no excuse. The reason why, even when it's a part of the song, the reason why it's a part of the song is most of the time a black person is using it. Yeah. That's how it's spoken of. Not saying it's right, but a black person, again, a black person is using it. It's not like an Asian person is seeing themselves say it. You know what I mean? So it's that representation aspect as well. It's like, okay, but that music doesn't even represent you, so you're just using it. So when you're using it, you're basically using it in a derogatory way if you are not Black. Like, point blank and period. I don't care if it's a part of the song, I don't care if you're reading it in the book, you better just skip that word.
2: Yeah. Facts. And like to your point too, like you said, I, I was thinking about this as you was talking, but it's like, yeah, like, it, it, even if it gets used, like, I'm not going to get super offended. Like, my homies will say it. And I know, like, there's things that I know and some things I follow that other people don't.
1: You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. And,
2: like, like the history of the word, like, we know. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people might, even, might not even thought about it that deep yet, you know? So I understand. But even like you were saying, even when it's in music, they're, they're probably they're speaking about black people's experiences. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're speaking to black people, right? They're not, they're not putting it in a song and their intent is for everybody to use it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but they try to make that a way. And it's like, yo, they're still speaking to black people at the end of the day, right? They're talking about their communities, right? And they're talking about their experiences. You know what I mean? So Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and it'd be the communities that well shit, it's damn near every community. And and it's still let me not be disrespectful. It's damn near every community. Uh that, that imitates us, but they feel so entitled to use the word nigga. And it's crazy to me that Multiple groups of people cannot like us, but want our culture so bad, like, right, they want to be able to say it so much like they'll argue with you tooth and nail and they'll even be like, so why do you want to say it so much? No, it doesn't work like that. It it doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. Not why I want it. You don't bring up an issue after I brought an issue to you and it'll be like the latino community that, that wants to use it and we already know how they get down with people of color and people that are even darker shades than them we already know how they get down or yeah. even some asian communities you know how they get down with our community and how we interact with them they want to use this they want to use the word they even want to take fucking b as their own culture which makes no sense and i brought Yeah, this we up talked
2: we talked way, about that yeah
1: that is the most craziest thing i actually <laughs> I've seen a documentary uh not a commercial I think it was like a Red Bull commercial. I don't even remember what it was. it was on youtube though it was it
0: was
1: i I do not remember, but it was a group of Koreans, and I'm not not nah, fucking I am trying to bash It was a group of- Koreans basically saying <laughs> they their culture. Is hip hop is is b-boying breakdancing? I said, there's no way you are. <laughs> Never you are a liar because no, n- no. It's fine that you can be part of it. You can be, it but you're not gonna be across the world and tell me that that's your culture and that's why you dressing like that and why you using that it's type of yeah. Right. So <laughs> so even when it comes to to the n word, everybody wants to be part of us. Use the n word until you know some shit go down and now the n-word is a different term you don't want to you don't want to be you what you didn't want to be the n-word back then we didn't either but when we was telling you not to say it back then still wasn't listening so now it's like an alienation thing that people are starting to do and that's what we need to call it because you're alienating us by saying well if i can't say it then you can't say it no we've been asking you stop saying it and you continue to say it and we're still asking you to stop saying it. So how are you going to tell us to stop saying it when you came up with the word? How are you going to tell us to stop saying something that we take that we took and changed the meaning of it, you know, endearment, whatever you want to call, it, you know, make the meaning into to be acceptable for you. And mm-hmm. now now you have issue and now you're trying to govern on what we do and how we speak. That's crazy to me. And there's people
0: We can't even bring it to our our cousins, right? Native Americans. So like I feel like you and Dare just be like, you Indian, you know what I mean? It's like almost equivalent to the N word because yeah. you know, like they were called that by the pilgrims and so on and so forth. But if they are talking to each other and calling each other that, I'm not gonna be like, let me say it. Like yeah.
1: Somebody even said, like, or, women with the B-word. Yeah. They were like, you're not going to go and call no woman a B-word, but they're going to call each other that amongst
0: exactly. uh,
1: themselves as one endearment, just joking around and talking. What? But let a man come out the blue and be like, hey, be, you know, <laughs> now at the, at his neck, as, as they should be. Right. And it has to hold the same weight. It has to hold it's the same like weight.
0: the same thing. Like, just the fact that you want to argue me down about it is a problem.
1: And then they'll yell, Well, you need to educate me. No, no. <laughs> We've what? been educating you. You've right? been educating Like They've
2: they definitely seen people like yeah. get beat down for saying it many times. You can go on social media, there's a
1: new video every week. feel me? So, I'm going to tell you right now, you said around me, it's an issue. I only had one right? <laughs> there's only been one encounter, and it was not until I got to college, and I had to stop that whole conversation <laughs> and let that man know, Don't do that again, or it's up in this dining hall. It's up yeah. in here. Right.
0: And I blame, like, people who are, like, friends with other races. Like, you should not just be giving them no pass. Like, I was talking to somebody, and he was um, Puerto Rican. And the minute he said the N-word, oh, it was cut. I said, what? (laughs) Done. Because that just rolled off your tongue. Like, that's muscle memory. Someone's letting you say that.
2: You don't said this a good hundred times.
0: Okay. (laughs) Someone letting you say that. Nah, we did
1: I looked around when bro, I said, I'm looking around at my friends, like, yo, y'all not, <laughs> y'all ain't hear what the white boy just said. Like, y'all, bro, oh, hey, you kept on. I said, no, bro, don't ever say that again. Where it's, it's really up, bro. Bro,
2: look, I, bro, at my school one time, like, I don't know, like, I didn't feel like pressing them because I'm like, bro, if I press them, I'm just gonna get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Which kind of like, I don't know if I would to go back in time, I probably would have just pressed okay. them and said, you know, you know, fuck it. But it was these, it was these you ain't gotta white fight them. you can press them though. No, but but here's the situation though it was white, it was, it was these white girls in the hockey team, and it was like there was not a lot of people in the lunchroom, it was they must have got off practice or something. And um, I gotta think when this was, I think we were, it was at it was after football practice or it could have been the off season, I'm not sure. But I know the women's hockey had a practice, and one of them said, nigga, and we was like, what, like, do we hear that right? Like, <laughs> we didn't think we heard it. We're like, what? But then, and it's almost like the dynamic. Like, I felt like if I pressed him and said what I wanted to say, because I'm gonna be honest, like I would have probably used the b word. No, I'm sorry. Like they, they got me mad. You feel know? me? Yeah. We need to get back to a time where people was being they asked me
0: for doing certain things. Like people need to start getting reprimanded. So they don't
1: do that shit again. Yeah. And and uh, not each other either. I, I, look, not e- not each other. Stop stop beating up on each other please. I'm I'm tired of looking yeah, at videos right. I, look, I'm tired of looking at folks in Miami jumping it's a whole group fight of each other just looking crazy out right. there. Right. World <laughs>
2: star and all that.
0: Play looking all of
2: <laughs>
1: Facts. And
2: and I feel like too sometimes when they use it like my situation I'm in the school lunchroom this is my freshman year, so I'm like, bro, I'm not trying to, i trying to jeopardize my future. I'm not trying to get kicked off the team. I'm not trying to get kicked out of school. So it's like, yeah, dang. you know, it's almost like they want to use it. And like, I don't know, if they were in a closed room and it's just y'all, nobody's watching. I feel like they have a hard time using it because they know it's over with. No, they know. What I'm <laughs> you feel know me? But they're gonna use it in a public place, in a lunchroom, around other people that they know, gonna back them up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, yeah. No, you
0: should be. And you know, I that feel that like. Yeah. Out of here.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it's almost like, oh, you the cool kid cause you saying it. Like <laughs> you the cool kid cause you done got away with saying it. You imitating them. You know, we see it all the time, you know, white folks, Hispanics, Asians, they got the the fades with the gold chains on, they rocking the air forces. The, the, the you sneakers. Know. Yeah, they they yeah. not saying, you know they can't partake in that stuff, but it, it be them ones that be trying to push the line. Yeah, I grew up in this area so I can say it No, that does not mean you can say it <laughs> where you grew up I do not care Even if the folks that was around you Was black was letting that slide Do not come and say that around me Because I am not the one was we, right. you know
0: J-Lo? J-Lo was saying that Stupid <laughs> I was around black folks so I could say it That don't make no that sense does not mean There nothing. are black people that are born and raised In a suburban area And they don't even be doing the most With Caucasian people
1: Right. Oh yeah, and and, and and you know there's black folks that are raised in suburban areas around white people that don't get the same opportunity as them just because they're raised in a white area. They don't get the same resources as those other races just because they were in the same area and they did Come on now, we can get into redlining too, but I don't want to I don't want to throw too much at, at the folks right now, but for real. Like just because you grow up around somebody does not give you the right to use a word, even if the word shouldn't be used, one, you're not the person to bring that up to my people.
0: Yes, yeah, like who are you to <laughs> reprimand? Yeah, like, you
1: you is not the one <laughs> right, <laughs> you? right or even when it's like comes to suggestions, like well,
0: black people need to you don't need to tell me what black
1: people need to do. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they they'll throw like uh athletes and entertainers on what they said in your face they'll be like well such and such said this so what you got to say to that right, no. here's, my, here's my favorite one here's my favorite one my,
2: martin luther king said like you know me like, like yeah, they cute. love they love using martin luther king and it's like oh like or that, that's what i hate too like that's why we need to be on code because they're always gonna have an example of, of, a, of a sellout right and of the reason i will he said black people should do this so i'm just repeating what he said and it's like bro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we we need to be all cold. like. They, they love doing that one. He said this. He is not a leader. And they'll be like, oh, he's not a or, leader. Or
0: they don't tell the full story. Be like, well, he also said, like, yeah. come on. Facts. People grow and evolve. You're expecting, when did they pass? Like, late 30s? Which one? 38, 39. MLK and Malcolm X?
2: No, nah, no, like 60s. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I mean age.
2: All oh, like age.
0: They were like 39, right?
2: We can roll with it. They definitely, yeah. They we definitely weren't in it. their 50s or 60s, but yeah, something like that, 30s, 40s. But like, yeah.
0: I feel like they've been doing this since, what, 19? So it's like, these are men that are evolving, so they can obtain new information and change their mind. Just like MLK, you had stated earlier, like, he obtained new information, was learning new things, and then was changing his politics. That could be applauded because he was doing his homework and he was trying to still better his people, better his community.
1: Yeah, and for all my folks out there, if they use our, our greats and our intellectual leaders to bring up certain points, remember that a lot of our intellectual leaders and our greats were either sabotaged by the u s government and there's proof or they were killed by the u s government and there's proof or just people <laughs> in general so so remember that when exactly. they bring up m l k you know it's there's a case where they where they won that uh, his wife won that case um, where it proves that you know he was murdered uh not assassinated by bruh but in a hospital so um remember that one too and then new new information came out about mlk as well um with with his assassination as well his murder so uh be aware of those things too so it don't matter what's what co- coin you flip you know how they try to divide them two as well what coin you flip they still gonna be at our head tops regardless if you try to pass any information to your folks but i did want to talk about um leaders and how important leaders are in our community and how sometimes there's not so many leaders to choose from. How y'all feel about that? Like having one set leader. I know for me, I like following uh, Farrakhan because, you know, I might not subscribe to, you know, the religion, but he talks to everybody. He just talks to black people in general. And, you know, folks like to tear him down because the um, anti-Semitic stuff that I never heard. Yeah, that I never heard. Yeah, I haven't heard it yet, but (laughs) but we just going to. Never. Yeah, yeah. I never, I never heard it, and I haven't seen nobody pull up no, no uh-huh. videos of it. But that's an easy way for them to, you know, tear right. our folks down. And but
2: then if you look up what a Semite is, you are gonna realize who, who the original Semites are, who the Semite people are. You <laughs> feel me? It's not talking about
1: white people. <laughs> but just, just understand that. But how do y'all feel about you know leadership? We you know Farrakhan is getting up there in age. Ashley, I, don't, uh, I think you did mention that you listened to Farrakhan, but. Um, yeah how do y'all feel about leaders and having intellectual leaders since entertainment leaders are kind of prevalent. Like we looking at people like LeBron James we're looking at Colin Kaepernick, like these people who are in athletics and entertainment, um, kind of being the leaders, but they're not all, always educated on the topics because that's not their first um, issue at hand. Right, so you want
2: to go first on this one? Ashley
0: So that's kind of a heavy, that was a heavy hitter. So, I mean, well, when it comes to entertainers, um, we have to discuss the Black Boulot and why exactly they have all this power and aren't necessarily doing anything about it. We don't see any change um, as far as they go. Um, The importance of leadership, I think, is very important. I'm going to touch on, and I know we were talking about podcasting people, but Sean King, um, Tamika Mallory. There's two other people I can't think of right now. And just the effect that they have on our community as far as their celebrity is now, right? So now we're looking at- Quick side activism. note, Sean
1: King used to be my pastor in Atlanta. Oh, for real? <laughs> oh,
0: my God. <laughs> Which is God. crazy,
1: yeah. And, so in crazy. middle school, he was my pastor, man. Shout, shout out to him. But yeah, he helped my mom. In a, we was in a tough situation. He, he helped my moms out. So, you know, I, that's, yeah, that's so it. But keep I, going, but keep going
0: we have these individuals that start off grassroots-like almost, and then they get sort of starstruck, and now they're in this celebrity fame space. Um, And we can even say that for our past leaders because, you know, people was on their head, you know? Mm -hmm. And interviews was going, especially with Malcolm X and what he said about JFK. Like, you know, stuff was was happening. So even with this, But now we see them take their celebrity-ness and basically backhand us. So now they're playing and buying into the Democratic Party, you know, everything that's like against the growth of Black people all of a sudden, which is very detrimental because we thought these were quote-unquote leaders or at least pioneers as far as growing us as a people. And that's why I think it's very important for us to have Leaders that have morals that will stand their ground that aren't going to shape for anything. I mean, we have, I think Tamika Mallory, she was talking about Daniel Cameron, who was the attorney for Breonna Taylor's case. She was talking how he was like, he was skinned, but he wasn't kin to us, right? But then turn around and she's talking to Andrew, I his last name, Crump, I believe. So it's like, these weird cases where things are just coming out and it's like, nothing's being done. Oh, all we get is a settlement, all this. And then they just want to tell the black community, oh, well, this is just how this works. Yeah. But if we had a leader that was like, like Farrakhan be like, you know, the wickedness of these people and like really just being very unapologetic Mm -hmm. and basically without saying it, nah, fuck that. This is what's going on. And to command the presence. see Farrakhan has a very commanding presence. That we'll even talk to you, he
1: talked that talk, he yeah. just being a yeah. That, even that even
0: a man with the biggest ego. He gonna stop and listen. Mm-hmm. And I'll even add in Dr. Paul Anderson because I just think he's just so amazing. He For has sure. that same thing where he's just talk. When he speaks, everybody is quiet. Everyone is taking it in, absorbing it, letting it merit it. And I think that's important in a leader as well. We need to have that commanding presence where it's like, this is no cap. Like, this is what it is. Chop, chop, make no mistake. I don't care what you got to say about it. These are the facts. Yep,
2: yeah. that's facts. Fact. And- yeah, to add on that too, what you said, um, I think you kind of touched on at first, like how some of these leaders, they're kind of like celebrities and leaders or something, right? Yes. And something Malcolm X said, And he he was um, was talking about like, yo, like these – and he said like trumpet players, but we can equate that to like, you know, rappers and stuff nowadays. But he said like trumpet players and athletes and comedians can't really be your leaders, right? And what he meant by that, like I don't think he's saying because – I mean like Muhammad Ali, like he was an athlete, but he was also a good leader, whatever. So he's not saying like just because they're like in athletics, they like can't be leaders. But when you look at a white leader, do you think of Tom Brady? or no, steven Ash, no <laughs> you know what i'm saying you, you think, think of Britney think spears of, no no you think of like donald trump you know what i'm saying or or you know what i mean like somebody like that look how much power those people have right you know what i'm saying so it just comes down to like i guess how we i don't know who we perceive as leaders and also not everybody like because obviously there's going to be multiple leaders right and i don't think everybody's job is also the same either right like mm-hmm. like j like for example jay-z like there's a lot of controversial stuff about him people talk about him and do i want somebody like jay-z on the front lines or p diddy or or the minister like i don't want those people on the front lines you they know what i'm saying third line.
0: yeah I know what you mean.
1: right and
2: just because they're not on the front line don't mean they're not doing nothing or exactly. you know so exactly purpose right there's like an order to this too and also, furthermore, right? Because we also talked about how you know there's so many different religions, schools of thought, beliefs. So we gotta start thinking like, like there's gonna be individuals that are like good for us, but the code has to be our leadership, right? Because, because mm-hmm. like we just proved, right? No matter, because there's a lot of people who hate Farrakhan, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why? But, <clears throat> but they still wanna do good for black people. They don't
0: right? know why.
2: Yeah, you know, like they they be banging, but but on the other side, maybe they still wanna do some good for black people. They just don't rock with the nation, whatever, mm-hmm. right? but our leadership and our goals will be applied to doing something for black people. You know what I'm saying? And that's something we can get along with, right? Not everybody gonna w- wanna rock the star, moon and crescent or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But if we can just be black first and be like, all right, so no matter what it is, our number one goal is to build a nation, then that's, that, that's the best form of leadership to me.
1: Yeah. And I think too, uh, with, you know, especially recently, you know, if, if you got the money, you got the power. If you got the power, you in charge. So I think that's another reason why, you know, we see a lot of our athletes and our entertainers kind of taking these positions or coming into these positions, um, not by choice, but kind of by force, because we're looking at them like, yo, you're making the most money, you're in that 1%, and you're in a smaller percentage than that when it comes to our community. So we kind of look towards that to to them as our leaders, because we think one, they figured it out, you know, they broke into it, but they can't be our leaders because, you know, they signed them contracts and who, who owns them, not, you know, owns them, but you know, they own, they, they own these people. So how can they be our leaders and they can get whipped in the back uh, if they make a wrong move, you know, we seen it with, Colin Kaepernick, you know, he took a knee. They yeah. got him out of there. They said, "Oh no, it, you're cra- it, you're crazy." Look
2: at, look at Nick Cannon too. Nick, Nick Cannon's, Cannon's situation was crazy t- too.
1: Got him out of there. <laughs> he didn't even say nothing. That yeah, Nick Cannon didn't even say nothing. That that crazy like
0: all he was doing was regurgitating. Yeah,
1: Folk, folks. Right. Yeah, folks said way worse about our community and let slide. But us, we gotta stay in check. So you know, we see that and we like okay you know they make the most money they got to be our leaders and then i know we're trying to unsubscribe for the from this in the conscious community um you know the poor righteous teacher cuz a lot of yeah. our teachers They're been great. You know, if you if you making money off of us, then you're not really teaching us. Like, if you doing this off of us, then you're not really helping us. Like, you're not really for the community if you using some of the money that we giving you or you asking for some of the money, you know, asking for some money from us to support you to, so you're able to travel and you're able to spread your message. If you're doing all that, then nah, we can't even rock with you. You got to be poor and righteous. You got to be here on the streets with us. So, you know, it's it's that's changing. Yeah. That's changing now, but... That was a big rhetoric, especially early on, like, oh, you got to be poor. And now we see it's a negative impact because now if you're poor and you, so even nobody's going to listen to you. So now you need the money to kind of back that up. But then you can't get the money because nobody's supporting you. Nobody believes in you. Nobody, you know, us as a community, when black product, black owned products come, even black intellect comes, we don't want to invest in it. Like, you don't want to invest in a kid that um, is trying to create a new laptop or you don't invest in a kid that's trying to do something new, something different than the norm. But you going to take homie from, you know, down the block, the kid from down the block, you know, put him under your wing, make sure that he gets to the league, put him under your wing, make sure that he meet this next producer, this next artist. And I'm seeing it now, like fashion is getting real big is big bigger inside of hip-hop culture but I'm seeing you know these designers taking other people under their wing now I like seeing that you know it's something different it's something more creative but as far as our leaders they got they got to be intellectual they got that that has to be the first thing black people have to be the first thing on their plate you know these, a lot of our entertainers and athletes their first thing on their plate is to make a check is to do what they're that, you know, their God-given gift, you know, playing ball is, you know, that's the first thing on their, on their mind. That's the first thing that they're doing every day. You know, they worrying about nutrition first. We need a leader that's worried about our people first and how to make us better. And that's ultimately how all of us need to be since all of us aren't there. At least some of us got to pick up the slack. That's why people like Farrakhan, anytime you hear him speak, it's about us. It's about, it's not about entertainment. It's not about uh the ocean isn't it's not about none of that it's about how can we improve as a people and that's what our uh leaders need to be doing that essentially that's it
0: Black. i just wanted to piggyback off of that like for righteous teachers i think that's also why um, aside from his lgbtqia opinions um dr umar gets a lot of flack for putting his cash up down below
2: yeah. yeah. You know I mean? Right. Like, they be, they be they man. He can't why. get a break.
0: First of all, <laughs> anytime something goes down, y'all put to like chop us through his interviews and be like, this is what Dr. Umar said. Like, and
2: you the know. Memes. Memes.
0: Like, he's the reason why you have memes, but he has a point. You know what I mean? Like, that's just typical black folks. Like, we gonna crack jokes on you, but like, it's still love. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I just yeah. feel like it's very wrong of us to <clears throat> just like if you have the means to just be like, well, why he got his cash out? But let Beyonce have her cash up. I bet you be donating to Beyonce, even
1: though you know she got money. Yeah. You both, know? Folks the yeah. Kylie Jenner was just asking folks to to send money to her. And she yeah, she,
0: she all that flat she Yeah, getting. she
1: got a whole bunch of flat, but even but she only got flat because she has millions of dollars. She is a billionaire already. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It'd be our teachers and people trying to give us information, like literally like teaching us and we can't even give them no money like we can't even support them even a little bit which is crazy to me and that brings up into like another thing too how quick us as a people we tear down our black leaders and how we like they make the smallest mistakes and we what they did what oh no they're done no they're out of here -uh, nothing else
2: right especially with the dr umar thing like I've had people send me a meme, and they don't even know who Dr. Umar is or what he's trying to do, but they just clown it.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Or even when it comes to like Farrakhan or the Nation, right? They want to clown the bean pies and the bow ties and stuff like that. But it's like, mm-hmm. yo, like you don't even really know about it. You just trying yeah. to crack a joke. And like, like you said, like it's in our culture to roast, right? There's nothing wrong with All that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's when are we going to be serious? When do we yeah. ever get down to business? Right? We, we can joke around. That's cool. But there has to be a time where Black folks are, like, productive. And, and Nelly Fuller is big on that, right? He said that we need to have productive conversation, right? You know, kind of like kind of like we do a Creative Universe, right? It's just straight productiveness, right? And some people just want to joke, like, all day long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But And it's also crazy how, like, it's towards our leaders. Like, somebody that's trying to help Black folk, and even individually. I'm sure a lot of y'all probably got roasted for being conscious or being yeah. pro-Black. And it's crazy because the people you're trying to help sometimes are, like, Biggest like adversaries to you, or, or they yeah. give you the most problems. And it's like, bro, like every day I'm trying to figure out how to make black people better. Okay, you clowning me, yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Like, it's just crazy.
0: like I know for me. So, I was like, the big things was, was just like power economics. Let me do this. So, I started like a mutual aid, right? And yeah. so, I was like, helping people, you know, buy products with the mutual aid, people were funding it, donating, whatever, whatever. But then there was a situation where the lady she asked for like the simplest thing. She was just like, "I know, you know, this is for business." She reached out to me and was like, "But um, would you be able to buy me and my daughter dinner, like from the mutual aid?" And I'm like, "Dang, like she don't have nothing." But she only asked. She's not asking me for groceries. She's just like, "Can it be dinner? I don't care, you know what it is." Before I can even respond, someone assumed that I responded and was like oh, that's what you're using the mutual A for? But I'm like, I'm just gonna let somebody they, they, go home. They,
2: they was ready to bring you down is what that tells you? Yeah, they yeah. was ready. <laughs> they <laughs> was ready, let like, like give her that much. Then,
0: <laughs> the minute I was like, so I'm just gonna let someone go home, well, what if she not telling the truth? That's not something that I have to deal with. That's not something that I have to contend to. Like,
1: yeah. And and that's something that like scared me too. Cause I want to set up a, a way to kind of keep funding the community and coming up with creative ways to fund the community, but have our people invest into a certain product to put the money and the uh, right. currency back into, into to yeah. the community. So with that, it's like, if I do it that way, I'm thinking like, dang, if I do it that way, then I got to show them receipts. To yeah, like to- sending the money right and that's you gotta have cr- everything ready yeah and that's crazy because you know mcdonald's and all these other corporations and public and stuff like that they asking you to donate to american red cross and american red cross planning for your funeral so i don't yeah. it's it's crazy it's crazy stuff like that like you're donating to places and, and other with other people you're not worried about where your money goes ever but until it comes to something for your people in general, you're like, oh, they trying to scam me. They're trying to do this. They're trying to do that.
0: Yes. Like, yeah, It's always
2: about them. that. Like, everybody's a scammer or something. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and, so crazy. Yeah. And I did
0: <clears> one <throat> for Texas because Texas had something going on. So I did one for Texas. Same thing. And I'm just like, okay, but let's also look at Black Lives Matter organizations. They have been funding the same people who have been killing us this whole time. Facts. Nobody was asking them for a receipt. You asking little old me for a receipt. I mean, I'm gonna give it to you, but still, like, what?
1: And a lot of us, a lot of us live in in food deserts and no we ain't came up with one thing to to no like go find me to create no. No grocery stores, because we could right. create a whole chain. And this goes back to, like, even other communities. I told Kayada one time, you know, I went to, um, it was, like, an Asian shopping mall. Literally, they have, yeah, they a, have
0: those, like, an Asian market. It's, it's called a H h yeah. Mar-
1: yeah, the place was called H-Mart, I think, and then it was hella, like, just other stores filled, all Asian businesses, all centered around this one grocery store. It was all, it was, like, surrounded it's like all cut off like there's only one entrance and one exit that you can get into the craziest thing i seen it was a security guard who was asian i other than that that's the only time i ever seen an asian security guard but yeah but that's the only other time that i've seen one so i'm like that's crazy that even the security guard is, you know, part of this community and they built that. But how many millionaires have we always had? And how many millions have they donated? Not And not telling them, you know, where to put your money at or whatnot, but how much money they've just donated into the community. Why can't that all just be focused sometimes to, you know, starting up a grocery store or starting up a chain of grocery stores? Because. It's not that difficult because people by themselves have started up grocery stores, even if it's small, convenient, like smaller, you know, storefronts that's not the same size as a Walmart or a Target, even if it's smaller storefronts, but still hold, you know, fruits, vegetables, you know, healthy foods for our community. Because a lot of us, we only got a McDonald's on the corner and a liquor store across the street on the other corner. And that's your nutrition for the next ten years because you can't get up out of your situation. Sure. So that's a, a, a another wild thing that I that I've seen, especially when it comes to money. And I like when you talk about um, economics because it, it, it's so powerful, and it everybody needs to understand how it works because literally it's a it's a way that can help us elevate out of our situation, not completely, but it's at least the first step with how much money that we do come into and how much we do consume, like. If you just spending dollars aimlessly, then that's that's where our future is at, really.
2: Facts. And when it comes to business, too, like, I feel like a lot of our people are behind on just the concepts of it. You know, like like, like sometimes when I talk to people about stocks, they think I'm trying to scam them or they try to say it's a Forex thing. You know what I mean? Or I talk to people about buying real estate and they're like, oh, don't white people going to take your money. Like, we, we are so far behind in how business works. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is crazy. And it's like you can give them read, and that's another thing too, right? Whenever, whenever like a black person is teaching somebody, like 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 when a teacher is teaching them at the school, right? You know, white person, they don't come up to them and ask them to cite all these sources. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And of course, it's good to well, have where your you sources.
1: Where you that from? Where your link at? Where? Yeah, like right, it, right. like
2: like it's cool to have like the sources, but when a white person is saying it, like it, it's valid. When a mm-hmm. black person says it, you gotta have like a Wikipedia. Um, cita- APA citation And you gotta um, show proof
1: um, <laughs> And you gotta show your work You gotta show oh, the proof
2: On what you just said And I think it was Nuri Muhammad I was watching No it, it was Abdul Muhammad And he was like, actually talking about black economics And it was funny because he had this piece of paper And he was like you know in, in my hand right Is everything that's gonna validate this sadly And it's a white person saying everything I'm saying So, <laughs> so it's, it's almost like We can say the same things But if a white person says it's valid black person It's iffy you know, we got to have this APA citation. <laughs> you feel me for everything we say, right? Which, yeah, which is BS. I don't
0: really, and that's what I was saying, like, way, way in the beginning, like that trust factor. I don't know yeah. what we got to do to build that trust, but trust is a big thing as far as being a hindrance in our power in economics. It's like,
1: we do not trust yep. each other for nothing. That is facts. That is facts. That's, we just got to, hey, leap of faith, man. What do we got? You <laughs> know, we don't got nothing to lose that's right. that's really it there's not even really like a certain situation that we need to come into it's literally we don't have anything to lose at the at, at this point like
0: right
1: yeah we don't we don't have nothing so what's right. you know investing a hundred dollars into somebody ain't nothing investing uh you know investing a, you don't even got to invest it into somebody that look like you you can invest it into yourself and folks not even doing that folks not even investing into themselves which is crazy and you know a lot of times that falls into uh us not understanding like kenyatta said but um it's coming around people are talking about it you know it's it's coming around we're talking about it just on this on on this one podcast or two podcasts that we did you know there's other podcasts and there's other platforms where they're talking about it and the power of economics and um group banking and stuff like uh home banking and stuff like that just all types of stuff. So it is definitely coming along. And if you around me long enough, you know, I'm going to say, yo, what I'm going to buy this black on what, whatever. Cause (laughs) I like buying, I like, I'm a person, I'm a shoe person, right? I I invest into random shoes, but my big thing is, yo, if I'm going to buy a shoe, it's going to be from a black person. I'm trying to swap out the whole wardrobe. If I'm going to buy clothes, I'm going to try to go black first, man. Keeping your folk, keeping your people first, man. At, At least that, that's, that's bare minimum. You yeah. Put yourself and, and your sure. people first. That's 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 bare minimum, man. That that needs to be the code. <laughs> right. That needs to be the code. For sure. What we
2: got? Any, was... any other topics y'all want to touch
1: on? I don't know, man. This was a good one, man. This yeah, was a good cool. one.
2: For sure. Actually, cool
1: thank you, thank thank you for for having us and yeah. inviting us. And we we, we this, this, to have
2: this, this was great. This is this is gonna be one of our best episodes. Yeah, man. this was good because we. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we, we was all over here, yeah. We so like we, that, yeah.
2: I mean, but literally, I, I think it's we did like
1: people.
2: I feel like we did two episodes, like you know what I mean. Yeah. We did, yeah. Like, I feel like we could have the black family one, and then we, yeah, because yeah, we,
1: all this still gonna be in because I'm gonna keep this in, but yeah, it was nice. great. Great having you on. Definitely appreciate it. it. Was it was a good talk. I ain't know I was gonna be able to talk this long. Ninety and take a right. sip of water it's, or nothing. That's why I said is,
0: it's a good flow. We just had a good flow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this
1: that's, empty. That's that's usually how it is. And I don't want to look. I don't want to steal you from your podcast. But anytime you want to be back on, we can definitely. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't want to steal you. Nah, from We your we thing we that you we, got going
2: we, on, we need the part two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If You are down?
1: Like yeah, yeah,
0: I'm definitely
1: down. whenever, whenever well
0: my listeners will definitely hop on over there
1: yeah yeah <laughs> facts that that'd be good man just yeah this keep, this is this, keep this, keep this keep was great yeah this was good man i like this i like hey, this one, hey. we was all over the place but we still still letting folks know one though. Yeah. One <laughs> <though>. right <laughs> and just
2: showing people like the collaboration right like yeah. We just, you know what i mean like we got ours you got yours the, but it's the, all for one cause though right we all trying to you know in the, the same in the thing, input. Right? I really? definitely
1: respected another person's input because sometimes me and Kenya, we just get in the flow. And we can have certain ideas, <laughs> and me and him are on the on the same like, like wavelength, like how we thinking. But then you came and it was like, yo, you same with us, so it was it, it was good. Yeah,
0: like it's gonna flow, and like just how you guys were saying, like,
1: oh, we hope for this for our podcast. It's just it's gonna come together.
2: Oh
0: yeah,
1: facts. I mean, well, we can, right. we, I'm going to stop recording here, man. This has been the Envelope Pushers with.
0: The point is.
1: Okay, yeah. Oh. Yada. <laughs> and your boy Sam, <laughs> man. And keep pushing that envelope. Peace. Yep. you peace. peace.